Welcome to You Do What? with Chris Ansoff. Have you ever wondered what kind of jobs or careers are out there? Or have you met individuals that have like really interesting jobs and you wonder how they ended up with that job or that career? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to interview folks and find out what their current career or job is and then find out how they got there. So let's meet Rich. What do you do now? Hi, Chris. I am currently a float host at a flotation therapy spa. Cool. So what does that entitle? What, what, what are your things you have to do? All right. Well, the spa itself is a place where folks can go experience a little bit of sensory deprivation. Some of them come to meditate, to uh, disconnect and unwind, to freshen up their minds, others for pain relief. My job is essentially to be the face of the place and to manage the location as I am uh, technically the one who's there most of the week. I have taken over um, all of the shifts for the place's owner. So I'm there to greet, I'm there to work the desk, answer the phones, make the appointments, give the tours, onboard the clients, teach them what to do and how to use the float tanks, clean up in between them, do the laundry, clean the spa, open and close, etc. Wow. Yes. So if you don't mind me sort of winding back the clock, how did you end up working there today? What, what so your path? Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I studied communications in college. I then went on to study law uh, I did nothing with my law degree. <laughs> I uh, found myself running blockbuster video stores in Westchester County uh, as sort of, I think, a Quentin Tarantino backwards route to wanting to be in movies. Um, from there, I went on to manage tanning salons, worked for my dad as a salesperson, did a little bit of medical billing, drove a cab, pumped wow. gas. Yeah, you name it, I did it. Some of those times were good. Some of them were not so good. Um, but then I, um, I found myself with an opportunity to, be, uh, to begin exploring voiceover. Uh -huh. And while pursuing voiceover and some acting, I decided one night to try floating for myself. I loved it. A few months later, the guy was hiring and the rest is history. That's awesome. Well, I've, I've also done it and I love it. So All right. <laughs> All right. So... Obviously, that sounds like you went through a lot of things. And when you were in high school, this probably wasn't a job that was on your radar, either one of them, the voiceover or the, the flirtation, I imagine. Uh, you know, I had no clue until about two and a half years ago what flotation was. High school was back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to say voiceover has almost always been on the radar because I've always been someone who, uh, almost always been someone who enjoyed public speaking. Um, my, my, my appreciation for public speaking definitely started in school and uh, I had always hoped to do something with it or acting, but uh, I never envisioned so many years in retail. I had no clue uh, all these years later, I would be working where I am now. But, uh, you know, things happen for a reason. Yeah. So with, say, take the, the where you're working with flotation place, what aspects of that do you like and what aspects do you not like? I mean, when you get in there, you're excited to do this, but not so much that. 
Okay, there's only one thing I don't like about where I work right now, and that is the hourly wage. Uh, Everything else about it is fantastic. The place is small. The vibe is wonderful. Most of the clientele is wonderful. They're like-minded. They're spiritual. They're looking for healing. Um, there are only three float rooms. I can work the place by myself without it becoming too overwhelming. My owners, my owners, my bosses are, are very kind, sold people. Um, frankly, it's an easy job. Uh, it does keep me busy. And when it doesn't, I can work on VO stuff. Um, but, uh, I really have no complaints except for the fact that it's, uh, you know, it's by itself doesn't sustain me. Right. Right. And, and so the VO helps in that area? Uh, I wish I could say yes. Um, the VO jobs are infrequent at the moment. I do, um, I do now produce a podcast for someone. I do a podcast of my own occasionally. What's the name of your podcast? Oh gosh. The name of my podcast is Thursday the 12th. Awesome. You got to plug it. You got to plug <laughs> Thank it. you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, so I, I, when I can get the VO work, I take it naturally. Um, I do need to chase that down more. When I can take on some acting work, I take it, obviously. Um, unfortunately, at the moment, and I think this is great for our conversation or for your topic in general, at the moment, I spend so many hours at the float spa, I can't take on as much acting work as I'd like to. Yeah. Yeah. So sort of switching gears a little bit, what, I mean, what sort of parts of your skills and personality you think are pluses for what you're doing in either area? And maybe, you know, what things could you see, you, you know, to be good in this area, you should have this kind of enjoyment of X or Y or Z or something like that, if you see what I'm saying. Sure. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, I consider some of what I do public speaking. You know, I've got to, I've got to put on a, a face. Mm -hmm. um, I don't consider what I'm doing there performing at all. I've had jobs in the past where I was completely not me on the job. Here, I get to be myself. I get to be a little more engaging than I might in another environment. Um, so I, I, you know, I definitely am always aware of the fact that I think I'm a good communicator. Uh, it's important to have people skills. I will say uh, all those years ago with the particular blockbuster franchise I worked for here in New York and Connecticut, uh, some of your audience won't know perhaps what blockbuster <laughs> video is. I'm thinking that too. Right. Uh, I did learn from this particular franchise of folks how important customer service is, mm. so much so that you know we referred to it as member service. These aren't just customers. They're members, they're people who are going to return frequently. So you dial it up a notch. You try to get to know people's names. You try to get to remember things about them. You try to make them feel at home. So, you know, public speaking, people skills, empathy, um, and, a, and a business head. Because I've also, you know, I've got to do right by my boss. Um, we want the business to be viable, but we also have the benefit of, this particular wellness industry, if you will, um, allowing for more of a focus, not on the customers always right, but we care about these customers because they're not coming to buy a product. They're coming for relief. They're coming yeah. for tranquility. Uh, you know, they're for peace and healing and that kind of thing. Cool. 
Okay. And to jump a little bit again, sorry to be, I don't want to make this too long. Um, you've obviously changed careers a couple of times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How difficult was that? I mean, it was when in the different times you've done it. Mm. I'll, I'll tell you, my story is riddled with um, I, sort of not having a choice in the matter. Uh, you always have a choice. Um, but for me, there weren't so many career changes that came about because I wanted to make them. They came about because I was underprepared. I was um, underperforming. I, I ran into some some issues and some walls. I got in my own way many times. Um, you know, I, I ran from from the law. No, I ran from the law, right? No, I ran from law school. <laughs> I, 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 I never looked back. Uh, I did not imagine being in retail for so many years. I definitely switched from the video stores to the tanning salons under the same folks because I thought there was more money there. Um, medical billing was at a necessity because I'd been unemployed for a while. Working for my dad was his way of trying to help me out, though I did like the position and was probably supposed to take over the business for him someday. Um, where so, I find, wh- go ahead. I'm sorry. No, good. No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you know where I find myself now. It, it was an easy transition in the sense that it, it's sort of retailish. Only I loved the service they were providing. I got a really good feeling from the owner. Um, I okay. knew it, it was going to be easy work, right. and uh, yeah. I was in a, a place personally and spiritually where I thought it was a good fit. Cool. If you don't mind, just real quick. Going back to the law bit, what, you know, you went to law school and you you sort of came out. What about it? Did you realize like, no, this is not me? Well, I'm not sure my reasons for going to law school were good in the first place. Uh, Law school was wonderful. I moved to Florida to attend. Um, I love Florida and the beach. So that was probably not the smartest idea. I had a high school sweetheart close to the law school at the time. Lots of distractions. Um, I thought I would either go into entertainment law because at 2017, 18, I thought I'd already missed the boat on entertainment. Oh. I'll be an entertainment lawyer. Um, I thought entertainment law or environmental law because I wanted to save the world. So they were lofty, thin ideas at best. Um, I got involved in the trial team, loved that because it was performance. Mm. I, I did not like reading case law and writing briefs and doing research. I didn't want to be somebody's 60 hour a week slave. Um, I took the easy way out. I did not think I was going to be a good lawyer. I thought I'd be a good trial lawyer. I didn't want to do the work. Um, but that's, I don't know if that's the easy way out, but I think it's to me that's realization of okay, this isn't what I want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That too. It's not what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so uh, back to, you know, back to what I knew is where I went. And that un- unfortunately was blockbuster video. <laughs> okay. Well, again, thank you so much for taking your time. Um, it's been great talking to you. And uh, as again, what, what's the name of your podcast again? So we can make sure we, you know, are, are promoting that as well. Absolutely. The name of my show is Thursday the 12th. It's a uh, a sort of an entertainment variety program. um, And we're about to go into season two. So there are going to be some changes, but still the same fun.
Fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much, Rich, and we'll see you on your podcast. Thank you, Chris, and keep up the good work. Thank you for listening to You Do What? And as Mark Twain said, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. If you enjoyed this podcast, let your friends know about it. And drop us a line if you know someone you think would be really good to have interviewed for this podcast. And keep figuring out the why.